So by the causeless mercy for Guru Organiyo, we are here in Sri Ram Bindavan. We have attained shelter here. So the the abode of Prem, the abodes of Prem, they are very dear to Sri Bhagawan because they have taken this responsibility to give shelter to everyone, think about their welfare. Therefore, such Mahatmas are very rare in this world, very rarely found. In this world, even if we take responsibility for two or three living entities, we cannot assure their welfare. When we cannot assure our own welfare, how can we assure the welfare of them? But those who are taking shelter of this ashray vigra, who are they? They give ashray to any jiva and they engage them in the service of Bhagavan, who is Vishayavastu. They offer him in his seva. They give him the sadhikar. Therefore, the Yashavigra, the Bhaktajans, their glories, by listening to their glories, and Shraddha raises, then, their mercy will surely be had. Mercy of the Santas will easily be remembered, Shraddha will be had. And their faith is the root seed. So today is the Narayasa Vigra Prabhu's Tiruvavtati and Bhaktivaya Purigasai Maharaj's Avirvavtati. So many deities have appeared before Guru Varga. No, we will we'll remember the speciality of their preaching. It's immeasurable. Just by touching a little, then their mercy will be showered down upon us. And we will be qualified to achieve their mercy. We will be qualified. So, therefore, So Bhaktivayapuri Yusai Maharaj, he appeared in this Ganjam district in Urissa. They were all belonged to Ramanuja Sampradaya, they were initiated there. So when they take initiation according to Ramanusharya's line, then the Guru gives the order that to achieve Siddhi in your sadhan, the only means is serving the Bhaktas. If the bhaktas are happy, then Bhagwan is also happy. Everyone are Bhagwan's part and parcel as children. So we should strive in this light to achieve their, the auspiciousness of their souls. We should not hate, disobey, disrespect the other jivas. This is one way, this is like neglecting Prabhu himself, not caring for him. 
How can I strive for the welfare of everyone? Because striving for the welfare of others is a very nice dharma. So he was thinking, I'll study Ayurveda and and I'll try to arrange nice medicine for them so that they'll always be healthy, not weak, not sad. So Sri Maharaj, thinking like this, he, there was a physician there, Madhusudan Sharma. He even tested Ayurveda from him. Madhusudan Sharma was a very good physician, very qualified. Many people would come from far to learn from him. So when he went to him, then Maharaj he saw that Oh, this person is from a very nice sampraday. So he started teaching him Ayurveda. And he also saw a very good scholar in Sanskrit. Knew many languages. Then he had this desire to learn, to inquire. And so he started teaching this Ayurveda Vidya. And side by side, he, Madhusudan Sharma was Prabhupada's disciple, so he also started telling him about Prabhupada, his glories. And then he told him that, you see, that don't think that serving the body is everything. This is not the real welfare. The Jiva has forgotten himself, forgotten his Samanda with Paramatma. So regardless of however much you may help the jiva look after his body, still this body will not remain eternally. It will die one, it's destined to die one day. No, no, it's working very nicely. But after two days, then person suffers so much, eventually he'll die. At the time everyone will start crying so much, but what is the use? We are all meant to leave our bodies one day. And there is no guarantee according to our karma where we will wander. There is no guarantee. Therefore, we don't know where we have come from, where we will go. Therefore, he learned Ayurveda. Then he became a good doctor. He used to give medicine. And he said, just by looking after this body, what can you possibly do? At Sukaracharya, what did he do? He gave this Mithya Sanjeevani, Mishaldekarini. He knew all these different kinds of knowledge. But still, he, even though he revived all the demons, brought them back to life, still the demons would be fighting amongst each other, fighting with the others, killing each other. 
No, Shanti, no. Peace. He knew so many kinds of knowledge. He could bring the dead back to life. He could make those who are old young again. He made the devotees are always drinking nectar, but still they are always so proud. They are always trying to defeat each other. No, devotees they cannot control themselves. Despite drinking nectar, they have no atmagyam. Therefore, Bhagavan's Pray Parsha Parikar. This Samanda Jayat with Prabhupada taking shelter by attaining his mercy. Then, this uh, Ashakti will be had, Mamata will be had for Paramatma. We will have Atma Gyan. Because Atma Vidya is not easy. As long as one is not realized in the Atma, how can he possibly give this Atma Vidya? Can you give Jarvitya but not Atma Vidya Atma Gyan? Because absorbed in this more illusion, how can he give this? So that I am Maharaj with Madhusudan Sharma. And this Nandi Dhamparikrama began. In every year, Madhusudan Sharma, he would come. At that time, during Yaspuja, Ratayatra, Ravarpurnima, all these big cities, he would come. And see the Shakti of the Bhaktas. They have this, they have this strength to carry this Guru Kripa in their hearts. In this way, they attract all the Jeevas and offer them at the Lord's feet of their own Guru. In this way, when they, he brought so many Jeevas to Prabhupada's Lord's feet. They say, Prabhupada Sasitakur, it speaks such sweet Harikatha, like the flow of the Ganga. He would never stop this flow. Not that he was, he would rest and would stop now. Like Sukhdeva Goswami, he can speak 24 hours a day, this Harikatha. You know, there's one person, Prabhupada would speak Harikatha to that person. So he saw that this person, he saw that Bhaktiya Purimara saw to bathe in this flow of Harikatha is, means to be very fortunate. So I have to bathe in this Katha. So there are nine days now the Parikrama is done and then for 40 days, Gaur Mandal Parikrama is done, like Vraj Mandal Parikrama. They go to Ekshakra, all the other different places. So then we create fortune. This Dham Parikrama began. So that I, this Dham Parikrama started. And they pray to Prabhupada. Prabhupada first he gave Harinam. And he asked him. He said that the faith you have, this faith is the price. The predominating age in Goddess of Pravidya is Radharani herself.
So you must take shelter of our Lord's feet. And always do Kirtan of the glories of the Bhaktas. So that time, they they returned home after meeting Prabhupada, but still then after they left home, took shelter of Prabhupada in Mayapur. Just as Prabhupada was about to leave, he left in 37, 1st January. Then again he came to Prabhupada and took shelter. And Prabhupada, he told him that Prabhupada would always address, address everyone very respectfully. Up. Said, so sir, you go preaching and you, you speak on the Bhagavatam to everyone. So he gave this message of the Bhagavatam to everyone. So first of all, he he spoke on the Bhagavatam in Samudragar, Nadan Ghat. The place is called Pyarinagar. Nakul Pramichari, he used to stay there. So there he spoke on the Bhagavatam for seven days for the first time. There were so many Smartha Brahmins. So many Brahmins were staying. It's called Patacharchi Pada. Means all these Patacharyas used to stay there. And their Panchabhasasaks, very strong worshippers of the five gods. And then he started this Bhagavad Sapta. He was also a great scholar in Sanskrit, Puri Maharaj. So he started this Bhagavad Sapta for seven days, Bhagavatam continued. And in the last day, everyone together, what did they do? They, they started this week festival. To honor the sadhus. They call it the sadhus from all four sides to relish the essence of the Bhagavatam. Many sadhus came from the Gaudiyamat, like Bhakti Rakshashridhar Maharaj, Bhakti Pradeep Tirtha Maharaj. Many sadhus came. And all of them spoke on the essence of the Bhagavatam. In essence, so where is Bhagavata takes place? There, of all devatas, they are very eager to listen. To take dust of this place and put on their bodies, smear it on their bodies. So then there was a big gathering, religious assembly, many sadhus came. And then finally, there was a big festival. Say Bhagavad was offered to Mahabhu, Mahaprasad for all Santas, for everyone. There, there was a landlord, Sainthar, there were so many. Saying, so many people assembled there. And then for Maharaj also, there was a order. So Maharaj, he said, then, First in the Bhagavatam is spoken before, it is spoken, then the twelve margins should be worshipped. They should be worshipped. 
pray to them. And then, this Guru Parampara, Asha Panchak, they say, the Pahajans worship, pray to them. As long as their mercy is not showered, then no one will listen to the Bhagavad. And no one, no one, neither can one speak on the Bhagavad. There won't be any ruchi in listening nor in speaking the Bhagavad. Therefore, it's always take the footprints of the Mahajans, follow in their footsteps. We'll swallow an arrogant person. He may speak very nicely, but no one will listen. Anyone will listen, he will not follow in his own life. And he himself, what he's saying, he will, he's not following himself. He's not practicing his own life. Maharaj said first, Mahabhavad should be worshipped. So then the Bhagavatam was finished. Then he said, Bhava should be offered. There's a big festival is going on. And so many rishis, santas, marshis, so many came. One person, he came. He very effulgent personality. He, he was saying, that, oh, yeah, this big feast going on. Yeah, Harikatha is being spoken. Giving prasad to everyone. So, will you give me some prasad or not? They said, oh, Maharaj, please sit down. He gave an asana. said, does one need an asana to honor Mahaprasad? No, not this way. Then he sat down. And they gave him a banana leaf. And they started putting, they started saying Mahaprasad on this leaf. In all the vegetables, either a leaf made of lotus flowers is given, or leaf, or banana leaf is given, plantain, plantain leaf. So I said, will you feed me properly or not? Just give me a little and you're sending me away, then also I will not sit. You have to feed me nicely. So he said, oh Maharaj, you can honor as much as you can, as you want. So he sat down. Put his trident down, put his commandalu down, and he sat down. And they say, they brought so much Mahaprasad because Bandara, not just Ras, in such a feast, not just rice dal, so many different kinds of, so many different kinds of Mahaprasad present there. They're present, especially when the Bhagavata is being spoken, then. Chashti Mandas, Uvashti Kaviraj, Arvashi, Sadgoswami, they are all the Mahipal, Dikpal, Bhupal, all these Gachins, all the Mahajans, they are all worshipped. Rajashi Brahmachit Pasi, beginning from Lord Brahma, the Bahu is over to all of them. And everyone, they are given plate of Mahapasad, plate respect. You see, as many plates as there were. You see, they were giving him so many plates of prasad and he was eating everything. He was eating as much as he wanted to. So everyone was thinking, who is this person? Where did he come from? I've never seen anyone eat so much. He's just eating, eating continuously. And they called Zaminda, the landlord, saying, oh, where did you bring this person from? He's going to finish everything, you know. Nothing will be left behind. He's just eating and eating and eating. Is, has Bhimsen come? Or who has come? 
Where's Durva Sarashi come? Who has come? No, nothing is left. So they said, where, is this? where have you come from? They asked him. That I am... They said, oh... He said, oh, where have you come from? They started like... Speaking to me in a very rash way. They said, oh, I only come to ask Mahaprasad. If you want to feed me, or else you tell me you cannot feed me. You, you told me that you will feed me as much as I wanted to. No, he said, bring everyone's Mahaprasad. He said, I haven't received your Prasad still. And then he said, hey, you've eaten so much already and you want more Mahaprasad. Again, he started shouting at him so much. And he said, I'm waiting for this. That as long as your mercy is not had, how can I leave? So give me whatever you have, then I'll eat and I'll leave. He said, get up and go away from here. Start shouting at him. Then he said, he said, don't be so proud. Don't become like Ravan. Here, take everything. And then what happened? Whatever he had eaten, he started releasing everything out of his mouth. All that they had given him to eat, everything started coming out of his mouth again. As though it had never been eaten in the first place. He had eaten so much, and without even digesting anything, everything he started releasing. Then who is this person? Everything is coming out of his mouth as it is. He's, he knows black magic. Who is he? Yogi. For seven days only the glories of the Bhaktas were spoken. But you say, although the glories were spoken, it went into one side, it went into one ear and came out the other ear. Not even one quality of the Bhaktas entered their hearts. Everything came out the other ear. And that's why he ate everything and, and then he gave everything back and he left. And no one knew where he disappeared. In front of everyone he disappeared. And everything was there as it is. Then they didn't realize who was this person. So when Bhagavad finished, then all the santas they came. Then they were thinking. Um, these people had behaved so rudely with this person. Then what happened? As soon as the yagya finished, now they tried lighting the fire again for another yagya, but the fire would not could not be lit. And then all four sides, that whole village was burnt. Just as someone burnt Lanka, the whole village is burnt now. People, everyone, they were running here, there, and they were consumed by this fire. Then as Aminda, who was so arrogant, so proud, who shouted at this sadhu so much, he, he fell unconscious on the ground. And then they told him. Then, they, then someone told him, I came to take the remnants of this yakya. There was a big yakya, a big ceremony. So you see, I was supposed to take the part of this yakya, and you've done so many, and you're so proud, shouted at me so much. How long will you stay in this world? You speak in such a way. So they say he came darshan also, and he spoke to him. But then what happened? He was very proud. No one would listen to him. You say. Mm. No, all oh, religion is destroyed. 
villagers, the elderly men, women, the children, all of them. Then this news reached the Gaudiya Mutt. Then he spoke on the Bhagavatam and just, you know, entire village has been destroyed. Because when Bhagavatam has spoken, then Bhakti Bhagavatam should be respected. So if one is not very intelligent, then he is forgiven. But one who knows everything and if he does something, then he should be punished. Like Prahlad, Janak. Prahlad may have come here. Janak Maharaj may have come here. Shivji himself may have come here to take the remnants of this yagya. And you know, Shivji sat down to honor Mahavasad and just to see the way he insulted him. And then they say, Mahashiv, you know how he is. He's very, he's very, he'll destroy everything because as Rudra, he destroys all of creation. So he destroyed the entire village. Now they made a very nice temple for Shivji to worship him because they realized their mistake. And where in Samudragad? But once, some, once one is destined to be destroyed, then what can one possibly do? So whether the Santas are not respected, then no matter how many scholars may stay there, then no one will care for them. And Thakur, he never opposed anyone. He would do Kirtan, he would go on the street, wherever he do, wherever he sit down, he do Kirtan. Ramchandra Khan, he could not tolerate this. Then he went behind him. He sent, he's, he tried, tried having him fall down. He said, why does everyone respect him so much? I am the king here, no one respects me. They respect him. So he tried so much to make Haridas Shakur fall down. And, and he couldn't do anything but... Whoever he would send, that, would, that person would become a devotee. And Ritanandapuru came. Then he said, Oh, all of you are worshipping covered by this Krishna. So this is not a place for you. Go to the Goshala. Here Durga is worshipped. You have a place in the Goshala. Because you have to follow that covered boy. So he said, Alright, this place is not for a place for Arikirtan. Then this will be a place for the Natchez. And after Ritanandapuru left, after one week, the Natchez came. They slaughtered cows, there so many bad things. Burnt all the villages, all the homestown. They cooked cow meat and they ate and they also made everyone eat cow meat. In other words, they, they all converted them to Islam. So they say, where are this Vaishnava is done, then he bound to be destroyed, ruined. So since then, even now, there is one uh, custom there. That where Bhagavata has spoken, Harikatha, there even now Harikatha is being spoken, day and night. But even now this big feast is always taking place in Samudragat. And whoever comes is very, is duly respected. Just as Rasi of Yudhishthir, Krishna would wash everyone's feet, give them a very nice asana, garland them a new cloth and Sri Krishna himself would serve all the guests. So may they also do that in Samudragad. And you see in this uh, Nanda Maharaj during the, Krishna's birth he organized such big fest, feast and festival. And Vrishwana Maharaj did the same thing for Srimati Radhika when she was born. So Maharaj he started 
नहीं प्रभुपाद जो रहे स्टार स्पीकिंग ऑन भागवतम जैसे भक्त भागवत अंत ग्रंथ भागवत जैसे शब्द ब्रह्मा जैसे पर ब्रह्मा learning Always was being proud in such a way. If a Maharaj when he started preaching, then he said, "Why do the Vaishnavas not respect him? Then not worship him." Was used of to Bhagwat doing Shankirtan. First must learn. So that time, Hari Prabhupad, the Acharya Sri Chaitanya Math. He told him that oh, we should look after this place in Kavur, where Ramananda Rai met with Mahaprabhu. So then there's a nice temple that established by Prabhupada. So he said, "You look after this temple." And they say, "Then Telugu, Maharaj is calling Sanskrit, Hindi, Bengali, Odia, in all languages in Telugu also." So there he preached so much. All the people there. Listen to Mahaprabhu's glories and become so inspired. And so the ashram became very beautiful. And then he was sent to Madras Kodiyamat. He stayed there, started preaching there, and then, time to time, he would he went all over India, preaching, speaking Hari Katha. because he he knew how to serve the bhaktas in his own life he used to follow and he used to also instruct others how to serve the bhaktas you see he gave everyone how he told everyone how to serve the acharyas he made everyone ready so everyone was attracted to him They all aspire to master their own guru. Okay, so powerful. Then he proposed this idea that this preaching spread all over, not just India, everywhere. If he just you now, if he just looks after this temple here, then how can he preach in other places? So therefore. So the acharya there, he said, "No, you have many followers. No, you love to go preaching." So he gave the seva of the temple to the others. Then Maharaj went preaching. First, he went to the other side of the Godavari. Godavari is so wide, this river. It is five kilometers wide. During the floods. She becomes twenty kilometer wide. See, there, the two railway stations—one in Rajmandri and Kovur, 
They built a very nice uh, station across the river. The railway track line across the river. So Maharaji came to the other side of the river. He had a small kutir there on the other side of the river and he started speaking. They, by his preaching, there was one, even the sadhus from Ramana Sampradaya, they would also follow him. He used to love them so much more than even his own disciples. Because he knew to serve and respect the bhaktas. As much as you respect the bhaktas, then the rest you will get more respect from them. No, no, you do not respect others, but then you desire respect. How can you expect? When you yourself don't respect others, how can you accept, expect respect from others? You see, no one put garbage inside a pot of ghee or inside a pot of nectar. They put garbage in a garbage dump. So similarly, if we respect bhaktas, we love them, then the respect and love we get will be many more times, will be much more than what we could ever offer. But if we are the other way, then how can we possibly expect respect and love? So wherever there be a religious assembly, Maharaj would be invited. And slowly, slowly, he, Maharaj, he went to the, he started preaching Raj Mandri, on the banks of the Godavari. And he started preaching there in Singhachalam, Jivinar Singha. Start preaching there. So there, he started preaching. Uh, on the banks of the ocean, this rice I have and all these, all these people, they said, Maharaj, you should make a nice temple. Where we are so foolish, so we cannot come so far. But still, if you have a place here for your preaching, then we'll be very happy. Because all the people from all Sampadas will respect him so much. So say Maharaj, he would stay there and he'll go some to other places. Sometimes Maharaj stay in Kuntur and Bijevara. He'll go everywhere preaching. All over South India. And we met Maharaj. Maharaj he would come to Mathura. So Maharaj made this temple in Rajmandri and then we came for this deity installation festival. Maharaj would sit down, he would close his eyes, he would not look how many were listening to Harikatha. If so many would come, they would even be sitting to his Harikatha while sitting inside the water. See, on the banks of the river they'd be listening. They'd be sitting on top of trees, standing in water, waist deep. They'd be listening to his Harikatha, Sundays they'd be being, because he had no consciousness of his, of his external senses. He was never conscious of them. He would weep, he would laugh. And what would he speak on? He would speak only on Chaitanya Bhagavad Chaitanya Chaitanya. He memorized all these different verses of these books. And he'd speak in Telugu. And they say, there also is one temple, Kotilingeshwar, in Rajamandri. There you see, all of them, they are very strict followers of Shivji. They have tridents, they also, they have a big ashram there. So a little away from the ashram was Maharaj's ashram. 
and Maharaj was speaking Harikatha. Then all the all of those uh, followers of Shiva would smoke chilam, who had big metal locks there. They would all come to listen to his Harikatha. They never knew what they liked the most. But still, so many thousands of people would come and sit down and listen. So I saw so many would come to listen to Harikatha. And after Harikatha, after Kirtan, they would go back. But those who smoke this chilam, they would not return. Then Maharaj, again he, would say, leave this intoxication behind, this ganja bhang, maruana. Why such intoxicants? Take shelter of the bhaktas, take shelter of Bhakti Devi. Or else, you should not come here and destroy the atmosphere of the ashram. Go somewhere to some crematorium and smoke as much as you want, but not here in the temple. Or else by your Sangha, association, and others will be spoiled. Say, there's no need to throw garbage inside the house. Garbage should be thrown outside the house. Or else you promised me that you will never do this from today. Don't make your mouth into a drain. Your mouth should not be like a stinking drain. Put even fish, meat, alcohol, bang, even mahamsad. Not like this. This mouth is not like a drain. This mouth is part of the face. This way you chastise so strictly. Say anyhow, he, one day he performed this open heart surgery. This way he removed the anarthas all of a sudden. This way they immediately shaved up. They gave up their matted locks of hair. They threw everything away in the Godavari. And they became very clean. They had a bath and they came in and said, Oh Guruji Maharaj, can deliver us. No, you can kill us. Anything you feel like you can do. So I say, I say, just say, how they are. Same time, everyone after listening to, after listening to Katha of Maharaj, then they sent a letter to Maharaj, who, one of those Babas, who Maharaj had sent away. So there was a big printing press there. So Maharaj said, oh, someone sent me a paper, let me see what has been written. And after he spoke on Harikatha, then he, he opened the letter and he said, then, if Bhagavata was first spoken in Samudra Ghat, I had come to listen to Harikatha there also. So there I was insulted so much in Samudra Ghat, Then they fed me so much and they started shouting at me so much and insulted me. So now, I'm giving you this. This is, see, read this and you see what is there. So when he read that, then he saw that it was the 26th chapter of the 4th canto, which is Rutra Gita. Rutra Ji, Shri Thakur himself, he had given this Rutra Gita to Maharaj and he told Maharaj, you recite this Rutra then he also make others recite it. Then their minds will appear, or else they never leave this opium behind, this Shilam Banjal Maharwana behind. If you make them recite this Rutra Gita, then they'll change. Because according to the recession, they become like this. So, the Prashitas were going to do Tapasya, then I myself gave them this Rutra Gita. she was saying. And the Prashitas became so absorbed in Tapasya. They attained, they achieved the grace of Bhagavan. They became entitled for this Atma Darshan, Paramatma Darshan. 
Dafür sind immer noch ganz. Gehen das Rudergit. Ich bin sehr happy mit der Herrika. Alles sind ja klar. ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ಸಿಂದ್ರೀಸ್ in south india there is a rule that all these fat garlands that they used to decorate takuri big big garlands and the tulsi devi is also worshiped so much so maharaj ji saw and he read this and the next day all would come number would increase to listen to sari katha then maharaj not just the rasam he first to harikitan and he also had them vision is kitan samaj first and he was the first one in our sampraday just as after mangalati before mangalati we do stalsati even in jana temple before mangalati at least for half an hour na there was stalsati for many of them so in south india also there one the param arvan antapadmanam keshavdev temple ಸ್ತುತಿ he made all his disciples also recite them he said first every day you must recite this in the morning then recite the rudra git then just say because of that preaching that he did so many devotees came so many followers came so many temples were established so i was very fortunate when in kovur when this gita mandir was built i had stayed there for two months sometimes i go to rajmandri sometimes i go to puri i had the good fortune to serve there and for one month in this gundeshi temple i went to balasore balhati there i met him there when bhakti nagar started this namata program in sambalpur ganjam in orissa he has his temples everywhere also in vishakhapatnam in bijayawada everywhere there are many ashrams but in the end when probat samadhi was going to be inaugurated especially samadhi then they called him there because he had a very close relationship with shashwani probat and by his own hand he found the abhishek probat and unko sai maharaj had also requested him that you have to go preaching everywhere and also all said bhakti raksha shridhar maharaj that only ringing bells will it do and they said oh you ring bells all over the world band ring bells here so will you not go preaching in the west will you not go and give your mercy to others 
then he also told about the puri maharaj prabhupada also told you from your childhood you were always thinking to wish to mercy upon everyone so then maharaj in his old age again he started preaching he went to so many different countries he went preaching everywhere he was very old also and he stayed for many years maharaj almost 100 years he stayed and he came to mathura he stayed in our temple because at the time there was no godiyaman in brindavan also there was only chaitanya godiyaman and there was in kishopura one matapropas sitakur only these two temples maharaj is in brindavan there should be an ashram at the time we had gotten rupa sanatan <coughs> so i said maharaj if you have a desire then he said i want to stay there near sevakunj i want to be the uh, sweeper there of sevakunj there by rather on his mercy i only want to stay there like maharaj would stay if you want to go to gorthan then gurudev would stay i want to stay near dangati outside dangati and i long to rather kun neither will i go there to giriraj i'll stay here so maharaj also had this desire that i want to stay there near the door entry of sevakunj and just see the desire of the sutta purushas perfect personalities always becomes true so looking everywhere then this vrindavan chandra temple there was tagurji there but no seva puja when we spoke to the pujaris and you know, we went to them spoke to the owners at the time and only very less money for 6 lakh rupees the entire thing was finalized maharaj was nishkinchana kinchan he did not even have proper shirt and kurta to wear he only had this utriya this low part for sanyasi wear winter summer every time he just wear the same cloth no shawl nothing and he just wear this one pair of cloth and he in you have the only one pair of cloth he dry that and again wear it out and so even if it was a big feast you only take rice and mix only buttermilk with that need that because wherever i'd go i cook so many different kinds of things maharaj never say no to me he say do whatever you feel feel like you offer bhoga give to sadhus say he was so austere no one could say anything to him whole day just eat little rice and buttermilk he say maharaj please eat something he say okay i'm coming i'm coming and just go to his room then he had many responsibilities he had to speak arikatha so many thousands of devotees are coming But then I said, Maharaj, unless you eat, no one is going to honor Mahaprasad. Then he came, and as soon as he ate, what did he do? He just took some rice, some buttermilk, some salt, and then he just drank that and he left. And there's so many different kinds of things I had cooked for him, but he didn't touch anything. He did not even look. Then I said, Maharaj, he did not even look. <laughs> he said, this is for Radha Vrindavan Chandra. This is for all their bhaktas, not for me, but this is not my dharma. He said, I am just a mendicant one sannyasi. I only wear one pair of cloth. I have only one pair of cloth. I wash that. And when they dry, I wear the same cloth. He was so austere, so renounced. You see, this wet cloth was on his body. We'd ask him, Maharaj, should you change your cloth where dry ones? He said, no. The same cloth that I have bathed in, it will dry on its own. Even in the winter, he'd do this. And even if anyone would give him something, he wouldn't even care. He'd just somehow accept. Just see how you distribute Nobsan. In the morning, there'd be two cooks. 
and then south india you see they all sit on one line and they have one big pot and then they mix rice water and then they put some fire underneath and say they have like five six pots in one line and then they say they all put some coal there and say and the wood is also used to cook and then say the rice is cooked and they take all the rice that has been cooked put it in one big mat and they add turmeric curry leaves and then put some the tamarind uh, seeds tamarind leaves and then 10 20 people are mixing everything thinking what's happening and then they bring they bring these palash leaves all these leaves made of lotus flowers as called puliyara is very sour it's also spicy and this is distributed as mahaprasad and then sometimes they also put some coconut on top or some chana dal or dal on top of it and so the big big line take this mahaprasad in godavari so many would come because it's ghost tirtha that ghost patirtha and so many would come for this mahaprasad and they, and they have so much respect for this mahaprasad even in tirupati they giving the same prasad there also shrinagam also they giving the same prasad even in anandpadmanabh and the bhagavan they give one more thing on visheshthiti they make pongal they make pongal and thai pongal they mix good with rice and sometimes they also boil it and it is given and they say they eat this this is the bhagavan prasad is that's how the culture is there in south india now that everything is given this is puliyara is given and the more we you see your health will never be spoiled it's very sour here you see they can never eat anything sour they only like sweet but there they only like sour things and there you see they like this charupani means they have some water they have some turmeric and some imli some some leaves curry leaves and then they mix it they make it spicy and sour and they drink this and they're very happy and then they drink this buttermilk they add some salt and this is like nectar for them and i was seeing all this i was so surprised but they have so much faith in all this they'll come to all the temples they bring one coconut they bring this kopirkai uh, there's a way this is called this kopirkai they say they break it they break the coconut and they show it to takurji they take half they offer a takurji they do aarti and then take half back home so then they bring everything to me and i was a pujari then there was a new temple this gita bhavan that was built they give these coconuts i close the curtain and then i take turn to give these coconuts that were there half half and then i'd give them half and i take the other half and i'd go hide them behind the temple the other half of the coconut because i was like this and say so i i have a huge pile of coconuts outside my room outside the temple and then give me some pranami and what would they give pranami they give like one paisa two paisa six paisa eight paisa 10 paisa then it gives us paisa and i said what is this they're only giving so much so i'd bring one plate and i'd put tilak on them and 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 what did i do i 
and uh, at this I I take these ashes, mix it with coal, and then I use that coal and put tilak on them. Or else who will paste chandan? I didn't have so much time. So I say this is tilak from Koshpatirtha. And then when I start putting this tilak mixed with ashes and coal, then they start offering more pranami. They start giving 5 rupees, 10 rupees, 20 rupees. And then they start bringing guavas, bananas, grapes, because there are many fruits found there. Also they bring tamarind. And they give this tamarind and coconuts. This is like a big donation. And they bring rice also. Good quality rice. So when the temple was going to be unveiled, then Maharaj told me at 11 in the night, now people are still coming, don't close the temple. So it should be open. Then he said, these people who have come, have given all this pranami. Who has kept all this? So I said, Maharaj, don't worry. Everything is there. Then the next day, in the morning after Mangalarti, I, I took all these coconuts that I had collected, all these fruits that I had collected, and I, I put it in front of Maharaj. Maharaj said, you've collected so much. From where have you collected so much? Did you go Bhiksha in every street and bring everything? I said, no Maharaj, I anyhow put this tilak on their forehead and they gave me so much. So many things. And Maharaj said, alright, good. Now at least I won't have to bear so many expenses for this festival now. This Maharaj, he gave me this blessing. And wherever you go, you'll never have any short shortage. You'll always have whatever you feel. See, simplicity is Vaishnavism. Those who are simple, who are not hypocritical, they'll never have any obstacles in their lives. So Maharaj, he put both his hands on my head. And he blessed me so much. And then when I was staying there, Maharaj himself came from Mathura. He said, two months you're staying here, I haven't come back to Mathura. Then he came from Mathura, Sri Rajamandri. He said, make a ticket, tomorrow we're going. So I said, where? To Mathura. So I was thinking, how can I leave Maharaj now? How can I leave Maharaj? I don't want to leave him now. Right on the banks of the Godavari, such a nice temple here. And where in Mathura, there you see. How can I stay there? Maharaj, he had so much love for me. He was thinking, how can I leave you? Maharaj said, make a ticket. Make a reservation. So I went to Rajamandri, there was no ticket. So I was thinking, all right, I'll go to Vijayawada then. And then I went to Vijayawada, caught a train there. Without any ticket, I went there to Vijayawada. And then I made a ticket from there. And then 11 in the night, I reached. Then someone told me, oh, they've taken money, and he's ran away. And Maharaj said, this can never happen. Surely he'll come back. He's gone to book some ticket, he'll surely come back. He's either gone to Vishakhapatnam or Vijayavada. When I came at one in the night, and all these people, they were very restless. Then I showed the ticket. Then when I came, then when I came to the station, Maharaj also came to the train station. Then Maharaj was weeping so much, thinking about me. He could not leave me, I could not leave him, but I had to go to Mathura. Such Mamata he had for me. I only pray that life after life, that Mamata will never be broken. But I had to come to Mathura. And I came to Mathura, there is a my Guru Maharaj had come there. And he was about, just, he was about to leave. He had a train to go to Navadip. 
I reached at 8 and his train was scheduled to depart at 9. So Imam Nusayi Maharaj, he wrote Diksha Mantras in a paper and then he had signed there also. He said, here, this is Diksha for you. And Maharaj will explain all the mantras to you. So then he wrote everything down for me. And now I was in... My mind was not there that I could stay in Mathura. But now I had to stay there in Mathura. He gave me this there. And this way, he gave me these mantras. He said, Maharaj, he'll explain all the mantras to you. And perform the yagya, everything. Then Maharaj, he came. Then this temple was arranged in Seva Kunj. And he was so happy. Those who were with me when I'd go there, then they know how happy he was. And his disciples also. His disciples also. He used to discipline them so much. He used to chastise them so much. In the morning they'd come, they'd do Abhishekha's Lord's feet, do Arati, take his chan Amrit. And they'd put chandan on him, garland him of a boga. And then the disciples would go and do Archandar. Every day they have this rule. I've never seen this in any other place. Yeah, for Gurudev, we cannot do any arati like that. If we go near him, Gurudev would chastise us so much. Even if we could not even follow his birthday. My Guru Maharaj, on his birthday, he'd, he'd even go away somewhere else. He would not even write in the calendar. He would not let anyone write in the calendar. And if his appearance day would come, sir, he'd disappear somewhere two, three days before. No one knew where he went. But Maharaj was so merciful that he... Uh, Gave the Seva Adhikar. So I'd go time to time, making an excuse. I'd make some excuse and go see him there. That, oh, I have to take them to South India, I have to take them here and there. So then to meet Maharaj. Well, this Harikatha, this Mamata. See, Harikatha can be spoken, but it won't touch the heart. Well, they have no prem for Bhagavan, so how will it touch the heart? He's just so humble. He has so many disciples. And he has so many God-brothers. Andhra Maya Prabhu, his Samadhi is here in this red temple. Even now. This Kishwabal Ram Swami. He... He placed Andhra Maya Prabhu in Samadhi. He used to be the personal cook for Prabhupada. Then Nityananda Prabhu. All of them. This is Sayyid Maharaj. In the temple there, you see, they offer boga Thakurji. I do everything, and they offer boga. And then, since some plate, I'd offer boga. And the other results of Prabhupada would say, Whom are you making this for? Go take everything out. They would not touch anything on the plate. There'd be so much kheer, kheer, dal, everything would go to the temple. Not that, uh, you just take small pots, no, and offer Thakurji. Whatever was cooked, everything would be taken. So I was thinking, how can I take everything that's so heavy? How can I take these big pots? Then they tell me, in Jagannath Puri, they're offering so much Jagannath because they're all from Odisha. And there you see the pandas offering big, big pots in front of Jagannath. And whatever is not offered to Jagannath, they dig a big hole and throw everything inside. No one will be given this. For whatever Mahaprasad is made, everything is taken there directly. Then I think in the big feast, there are thousands of people. How can I take everything and go in front of Takuji? It's so heavy, big, big pots. I said it's covered, it's also, it's black there underneath because of cooking for so much time. They said, no, take everything inside. And I was saying, how can I take everything inside? And also the people from South India are very strong there. They say, Narchan, Navishayak, and Takuji. They bring water from Godavari. 
brahmacharis and nazis the bhaktas they all bring water from godavari and they do abhishek with archan they apply chandan and they, do, and they, they take oil and they massage takurji shayanarti mangalati everything i learned from them because they are all from the ramanuj sampraday and then of prabhupad's initiation from prabhupad they say they followed every instruction of prabhupad minutely not that they just listen but but you listen but then you don't i act out of your own speculation so i saw in south india every temple that i went so every day in the morning there was nanam shiv tagurji and toragopinath there is a there this uh, temple was inaugurated there being this gundicha temple maharaj's temple eventually bhakti puri maharaj bhakti jivan janardan maharaj bhakti bhakti shakti maharaj bhakti from puri maharaj so many of his god brothers we went to nagar sankirtan and we went and reached the totagopinath temple so then pujari he was massaging takurji with oil and radharani lalita and baldev bro all of them and they were shake of takurji there but i was so fortunate the pujari told me come inside then he gave me little oil that you also massage gopinath and i was think i would never thought that i would have i could massage him because he was massaging alone so everyone the temple was about to be open and they knew me so then immediately i was started massaging gopinath he said don't do quickly he has his body is very soft that time i didn't think this is where i was think i'll finish everything very quickly just massage my leaf said no his body is very soft slowly you should massage him and how do they massage they take cotton they soak it in oil and then they squeeze the cotton and the oil comes out and slowly they massage takurji head to toe and then they apply chandan after that they apply kesar kasturi so they worship takurji because they serve with so much love that's why bhagwan is happy and he appears in such a form deity form what do we do what we cook something this that and we offer and anyhow we dress him but not like this everyone sai maharaj went to the best he would say that cook something differently for the devotees but for takurji there should be a separate kitchen and you should cook separately for takurji and for the bhaktas separately you know if you go to in krishnamalram temple in brindavan there you see that him probably to stay in next to his guest house that i that him probably had these disciples aitya mata ji and all this and this kachori being made that him he had small garden at radhavind said go bring for boga the same will make here he said no go bring mara sai mara also he had very uh, thunderous voice so then they bring they offered bhoga then give me the prasad it say said oh probhad your health he said oh by by honoring my prasad my health will spoil your health will spoil he said your health will be upset is in all of maharaj temples also they cook so many different things of boba for takurji respect the bhaktas you see maharaj would respect so much everyone who came 
even the disciples of his god brothers he'd pay for their tickets and then when they go back to mayapur navadeep or vrindavan he'd send so many things from there from south india pack everything pay for the ticket fare everything we would not we could not serve if you give him a little pranami on during this kartik parimaina then i was there there's maharaj was with me then we went on parikrama then went to have darshan in seva kunj then maharaj he had this rule that every day i had to he had to finish the bhagavatam in two shlokas two shlokas every day he learned and or and every every day he recite certain chapters on the bhagavatam as 13500 shlokas in the bhagavatam so every day and as long as he had not finished the bhagavatam then he then he do vachamanik and then he honor samamsa after reading the bhagavatam so i went there with the and then i stayed there for some time so i offered some pranami even some devotees with me like uh, karunya maharaj all of them so then i was there i offered i offered this balboga and then this uh, rajboga was also offered so then maharaj ji so maharaj ji gave from his own hands he said give to them first and then i will not eat or else so i was thinking oh maharaj we're going now he said no eat take something and go say maharaj you want something then we we'll eat we could say then maharaj he sat around doing some upasan and we took something in our hands and we came then then gurudev he was finishing his parikrama tab darshana bhakti puri goswami maharaj ji seva kunj then bhakti puri maharaj he told gurudev that oh Brahman Prabhu, he came here and he gave everything away to me. No, I had not told anything to Gurudev. So then I was cooking. Then Gurudev came and asked me, oh, did, you, did you go to Seva Kunj? Then he said, did you have Darshan of uh, Puri Maharaj? And you gave everything to him? He said, yes. I said, yes. Then tell me, don't speak lies to me. Tell me how much, what you have given. Then I said, nothing. And he said, you always speak lies. He said, all right, I have this certificate. This is my good fortune that I have, you have certified me. in this way so then uh, that time maharaj that even uh, maharaj ji gave 1000 rupees pranami to uh, gurudev like this pranami trikrama maharaj also like this whatever i'd give to trikrama maharaj trikrama maharaj tell to gurudev that oh he is pravan pro has given me so much pranami and therefore therefore gurudev would sometimes joke with me Gurudev would say, oh, you're a thief. How should a thief be punished? Then I'd say, he's your god brother. Then you should have asked me in the first place that you're giving. But if I would have given, then you would have told me not to give. Use it for the temple seva. So they say, there's so much intimacy between each other. Joke with each other. But we are like this. We are the king of thieves. We know how to hide everything away. Like a spider. But Maharaj is so simple. So simple. Then I told Vakti Apuri Raj Maharaj, don't tell anyone I'm giving you so much. But still he said, he'd give everything away. Even when he was so old, he'd go Yamunaji Darshan to Rindavan Parikram. He'd never stop. Every day evening he'd go for Yamunarati Darshan. Every day in the evening. He'd go for Mangalarati Thakurji and Seva Kuncharati. And before Archan, Maharaj himself would do Mangalarati. Like in Iskand, you see, 
and i was in bombay gopalkrishna maharaj himself would do arti you not let anyone else to you pro pass arti so say maharaj himself would do arti and archan then it of a boga and then he'd come out of his vision clear he had so much faith nishtha all these thoughts to this for anyone who come to the temple harinam diksha everyone that all go there and they all do sthasuti in the morning and then they do harinam first day of a sthasuti guru varga to puja archan and then first you say remember them like we say vancha kalpataru hey krishna karuna sindhu you say of pronouns remember them and they say you offer pushpa chandan flowers learn at least to do this at lord's favor guru varga and they say his hari katha also you see how the mahapurusha they came to this world they have darshan they listen to their katha have received their shelter even now you see his disciples they celebrate our bhakti rabhati with so much faith big festivals there every year in front of samadhi mandir for seven days all oh, this big pandal there so many devotees come take part in this festival there even now they have such nice guru nishtha they have because guru kripa is always present in the hearts of his disciples and they can only give this guru kripa to others transmit it preach it preach it give it to others for today's maharaj our bhakti now is we are most devoted now it's become late and he was the one of the first disciples of propasa saitavar he took shelter of propan then pramananda prabhu came pramurudev came this a this line of propasa started from there so narisavigra prabhu he has so many responsibilities propan when it preach if any disciples would come who take shelter he would how to make them advance in bhakti teach them everything my guru maharaj was a small boy 8 or 9 years old all of them he had to feed them make them sleep take them them engage them in seva then make them study in the school takur bhakti institute make sure they finish their harinam now no one asks how much harina we chanted how many rounds we chanted have we chanted any karnad have we done tilak but that time there was so much love even in our time if maharaj would see that whole day is working but he is not chanting harina then would say the manager we tell the manager there is a duty that after two hours you will have to chant harina with them make sure they finish their rounds okay puri maharaj would say i would not touch the the I will not touch anything from the hands of those who would have not chanted Hari Nam. When, when do you have time to chant Hari Nam if you are working the whole day? So also chant Hari Nam. So then Maharaj would tell Kunj Bihari Pro, our manager, to take all the boys after 12 o'clock, after Arati, all of them, no matter what, they should chant Hari Nam for a couple of hours. I will not let anyone leave until they finish chanting Hari Nam. And... in the night as soon as arti would finish then again for one hour they be kirtan very slowly 
and then mom on the road continue for one hour this way they have some faith towards now but this is their speciality their gift they even know we are remembering that glory is glorifying them we have this good fortune of remembering them if we go other places wherever the sun does not glorify it then there is no peace to be found there no happiness wherever the glory of the sun does discuss then bhagwan's mercy surely shower on that place very evil is no